I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We create total solutions to optimize your health by focusing on sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. We work with busy professionals on a one-to-one basis for six or 12 months using the latest science and technology. And Body Shop also work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality and performance and position well-being as a competitive advantage. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Insights Podcast at the Remove the Guestwork Show. I'm Leanne Spencer, your host, and this week I want to talk to you about the way that I measure my fitness. It's obviously a pro, well, we're in the middle of summer in theory. So there's a lot of stuff on Facebook and social media about bikini bodies, about looking good for the summer, you know, holiday ready, all this kind of stuff. And generally throughout the year, we do tend to view fitness in terms of the aesthetic. What do we look like? Whose body can we emulate? You know, what celebrity has achieved something extraordinary through the latest shake or whatever it might be, the latest 15 minute workout. And I'm fairly dismissive of all of that stuff for this simple reason. I don't think we should measure fitness in terms of the aesthetic. And I think that's massively missing the point. Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to to look a certain way. I like to look fit and strong. But what does that really mean? That's what I'm going to explore in this episode. What I'm not interested in is that kind of body beautiful type aesthetic. I have very strong core, but there are not a six is not a six pack that you can particularly discern unless I'm really tightening up and tensing in a certain position. And actually to get that kind of physique is very difficult. You have to be incredibly disciplined. There was a really good infographic. And if I can find it, I will link to it in the show notes. Released by a company called Precision Nutrition or PN. And what PN did is they they put together an infographic that outlined exactly what you need to do to get that incredibly cut, toned physique. And it's extraordinary. I mean, you literally have to watch every single calorie and every macro, micronutrient that you eat. You can have no cheat days, adverted commas. You can have no cheat meals, adverted commas. You have literally got to eat an incredibly disciplined diet. And it's usually something that people are doing either because they're competing or because they might be gracing the, the pages of a magazine cover. But most people aren't aspiring to get that kind of physique. And if they are, they underappreciate exactly what it takes to get there. It's incredibly disciplined. And of course, it isn't just about food. It's about what you do in the gym, the type of workouts you're doing, how often and to what degree you're putting those muscles under tension. But then it's also how you sleep, um, how well you look after your mental health, because we know that impacts fitness, Uh, your energy levels, uh, your digestive health, because that can impact body composition. So it is there's so many different things that have to be thought about. Your hydration levels is another one. And then to what degree you personalize your diet. So are you eating a diet according to your DNA? Uh, that's, it's also taking into account your current state of gut health. Are you doing any blood work to make sure you're healthy in terms of the basic biomarkers? It takes a hell of a lot to get that really cut, ripped physique. And it's very hard to maintain throughout the year if it's not just for, for competition or, or maybe for a month in the summer or for holiday or something. So I'm not that keen on on measuring fitness, not keen at all on measuring fitness through the aesthetic. So how do I measure? What am I interested in? Functional fitness is the first and most important one. What I mean by that is 
it's fine and well to have a certain look, a certain aesthetic, but how practical is it? How useful is that muscle? So for me, it's about being able to lift anything that, I, you know, a bag I've packed off the carousel at the airport, for example, heavy stuff, able to move my own stuff from A to B, um, get involved in helping someone with a house move and lift heavy stuff. But also in the gym, can I lift the heavy stuff? You know, can I be squatting the weights I want to be squatting, lifting the squire, keeping up with my performance from the last month or building on my performance from previous months? Functional fitness is also about being able to lift a child if you need to do that, about being able to run if you need to run, about being able to stand for prolonged periods of time if that's what you need to do or walk long distances. It's functional fitness. It's actually less about what goes on in the gym and more about how able you are to, to go about your daily business and amp up your activity or meet a challenge if you need to, like lifting a child, for example, if uh, they become distressed. I mean, lifting a four or five or a six-year-old, I've got two godchildren of six and four and lifting them is not easy. I can lift them both at the same time if I need to, and that's functional fitness. It's not often I need to do that, but that's what I mean by that. So that's probably the most important thing to me is how functionally fit am I? And I'll take that any day over a good aesthetic. But with that said, if you are functionally fit, you probably have a pretty good aesthetic anyway. Not always, but you probably do. And I talk about this, expand on this idea a lot more in my TED talk, which is uh, called Why Fitness is More Important Than Weight. I'll link to that in the show notes. So check that out if you're interested in hearing more about that principle. But functional fitness will normally equate with a reasonably good body composition. The second thing that I measure is strength, which I've kind of alluded to there. It's how strong do I feel, which is as important to me as how strong am I in, in real terms? You know, how much can I lift? How much can I throw? How much can I squat, deadlift, etc.? But the feeling of being strong is a very hard one to articulate, but there is nothing quite like it. It's knock on effect to confidence, self-esteem, um, being clear on your place in the world is profound. I don't, I can't ever imagine not being strong and feeling the way I feel now, being on top of my strength and fitness. And I know that when we've helped people to develop that, that feeling of strength in a very sort of holistic, broad sense of the word, they can't articulate it very well either, but it is extraordinary, that feeling. So that's a very, very big one. Um, it really helps with self-esteem as well. I think when you feel strong, you know, you feel like you have a purpose you know why you're here in the world and you're able to take stuff on. Of course, it, it massively knocks on to resilience as well. The third thing is energy. So that's another way I measure my fitness is how much energy have I got? Am I able to get up, have an early start, record a couple of podcasts, do a heavy workout, take the dog out and then go into the studio and spend three hours solid recording my book on Audible, which is today, for example. So today started at 5 a.m. It'll finish about 9, 30, 10 but I'm going to be doing quite a bit, quite a bit of sort of verticomus performance stuff in that time, um, whether it's client work or it's recording content, which requires a lot of energy. Now, having having done an audible session last week, which took about, oh, I got to the studio at 11.30 and left at five, and we probably had an hour in total for various different breaks. So that's a fair amount of time spent recording. And you're sitting in this tiny little studio, the window's closed, obviously, because of sound. And believe it or not, it takes up a lot of energy. I felt really, really tired after that. And that's another indication of fitness. You know, having the ability to to do that and do long, solid stint of it. So we, we got through most of the book. There's very little to do this afternoon in relative terms. And, and that comes down to energy. And I was careful what I ate, careful what I drank, make sure that my energy is, is up. Uh, but that's another way that I measure fitness. So we've got functional fitness, strength, 
energy. And the last one is endurance. So it kind of plays on what I've just said, you know, having the endurance to last a long time, you know, doing some fairly intense work, like recording an audio book. But also in terms of fitness, that's another way I would measure my endurance. You know, can I go in and do a long distance event and I've got the endurance to do it? Can I do long days and have the endurance to do it? Long meetings or days when I'm, you know, a couple of months ago, not even that, I did a one hour keynote to open up a conference and then I did two back to back workshops straight after that. So about five hours of speaking. Um, and again, endurance and energy come into play there as well. And that's another way I'll measure my fitness. So really, when you break it down, apart from functional fitness, it doesn't have a great deal to do with aesthetic. It has nothing to do with aesthetic or six packs or rippling muscles. It's really about how can my fitness support my body and mind and drive me through the activities that I want to get done, give me the energy and the motivation to go out and achieve my goals to stretch myself beyond my goals. I don't want energy to get in the way of that. I want to be able to go and achieve whatever it is I want. Now, obviously you're going to need to counterbalance that with rest and recovery. So another, this is the final comment, a great way that I'll measure fitness is by how much recovery I need as well, but always making sure that I get that recovery. By that, I mean active rest. So walking and staying lightly active, also putting my feet up and completely chilling out spending time in the sun, sleeping well, being with the cat and the dog and getting all the the lovely uh, oxytocin that you get when you spend time with an animal, being in nature, all that kind of stuff, being with friends, family, my partner, all of that stuff is recovery. And that is absolutely as important as training and as fitness. That's the key message. Uh, Two key messages I'd love to leave you with. One, that recovery is as important as training or effort or work, whatever you want to call it. And the other is not to measure your fitness through aesthetic, but measure it in these other ways I've talked about. Functional fitness, strength, energy, and endurance. So that's it for this week. I hope you've enjoyed that. Thanks very much for listening. Don't forget to share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from it. And while you're about it, if you could leave us a rating and a review on iTunes, we would love that. And any feedback you've got is always very much appreciated. That's it from me. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks again for listening. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, www.bodyshotperformance.com and click on Take the Test. It'll take you through to a short two to three minute test. And at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.